mind, body, spirit. The martial arts are a way of life. Attack life, not others, is an insight into that life with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. Okay, Steve, attack life, not others. Um, That's what this show is all about. It's about regular people getting up every day and doing what they have to do. Boy, in the last eight or nine weeks, it's been rough, and it's been really rough for me. And I know it's been rough for a lot of people out there. These are times, and I know we talked about it before, uh, inspiration is huge. Sometimes you have to look to other people and other things to inspire you. And that's what I found more in the last couple weeks than ever. My family, my friends, my faith, and my good buddy, Len. Um, He had read something that my wife put on Facebook, and he was concerned about me. He gave me a call. And at that point in time, I realized that I really needed to talk. And the talk was excellent, and he inspired me. And uh, the the next day, and so on and so on, I I came up with a better attitude. I think, too, that a lot of us are going through stuff, not just me. And we're all losing something these days. And I think sometimes the, the sign of strength is showing your weaknesses. Even though we try to hide them, uh, sometimes our ego gets in the way. But a a, a true sign of a warrior is is showing the weakness and getting better at those weaknesses. But what he did, he told me his story about his life in in 2011 and how it was a rough year for him. And how the more things that got thrown at him, the more he actually came up swinging. And um, the, the fight came out in him. And I think we all have to become fighters, more like peaceful warriors than anything else. So today I have my buddy Len on, and I'm proud to have him on the show. Len, how you doing? Thanks for having me on. Not answer uh, to kind of explain what Tim just said. I was looking at the Facebook thing, and you know we talk occasionally and about hey, how's it going? How are you making it through all this craziness? You know all this stuff that's going on for the last two months. What I read that your wife had written down, Tim, there was a different tone to the words. It was more of a serious, you know, deep, concerning tone than just the normal, hey, how do you get through this? I thought, hey, maybe I'm just reading into this. I picked up the phone and I called you. And I was like, hey, you know, I know we do our normal, how's it going, how's it going? But this one seemed a little deeper and is everything okay? And, uh, you know, just reading it, you know, you've had the studio for a long time and got to get it open and, you know, kind of went on and on but it was uh, just a, a bad vibe to it. So, so you had talked, you know, you talked about it. We talked through it. Hey, Len, and, do me a favor. Let me, I'm going to butt in here. You mentioned studio and you're referring to Tim's karate Academy karate studio. It's been around. Let me fill everyone correct. in with the background. It's been around Tim. What? Since like 1984. And it's been around 30, 38 years. 38 years. Okay, yeah. so early 80s, and you've survived all kinds of things, all kinds of challenges, adversity with business, just life over several decades. Thousands of students have improved thousands, if not tens of thousands of lives at that academy and, and multiple schools now that you have. This is one of the hardest hits probably you've ever taken. Would you agree? It is, and I think the word that really kills me is non-essential. I find that really haunts me at night that I'm defined as a non-essential. And I know that it's changed my life and other people's lives. And you got to wake up with that every day for two months, feeling like there's no way around that word. Either I'm a school or a gym. If I'm a school, I'm closed in Pennsylvania. And if I'm a gym, I'm closed in Pennsylvania. And 
one word that goes through me like a knife is non-essential. I always want to have a purposeful life. You know that, Steve. Yeah, and absolutely. Len and I have talked about it before, too. So there's no wiggle room. And in everything I've done and all the different things that have happened to my wife and I and different people in my life, you fight. You fight to come back, whether it's cancer or losing a good friend, a, a young boy, a 15-year-old boy was shot and killed by a 13-year-old boy, the Eddie Urcones, a breakathon that some of you remember. All these things, we had a response. We had a way out. We had medicine. But never before in my life was I told to sit and not move. And that's when you feel like there's nothing to do but wait. And the waiting seems to get longer and the bleeding gets worse. So, yeah, I was frustrated that day. And Len talked me through it. And I think my wife normally, as Len is referred to, she's normally the charmer, the one who sends out positive things and happy things. I call her the flower girl. Um, and in that particular day, she was sending concern, rightfully so. It's such a greater thought than just financial issues. It's, it's a profession. It's a career. And it's losing all my close people that have been with me. It's a feeling you get that you never had before in your life. And I do know that a lot of people are in the same boat, not just me. So when I did reach out to Len, he, he gave me some stories about his life and his year of 2011 and how he got through. You put it to essential and non-essential, but, you know, it's very essential to you because it's been 38 years of your life. So yeah, it is essential. And it's something you've, you've poured your sweat and blood into. You know, it took you that long to build it, and it, that's why it means so much to you. It isn't just some business that you can open and close and turn the switch on and off. It's your life. And then I said to you, well, let me tell you something, you know, about me in 2011. And I've owned my business for, you know, I've been in my business 43 years. I've owned it for 27. But in 2011, you know, I always uh, – prepare the young guys that are now taking over our company that whatever you think won't happen is going to happen. I'm not sure if they're going to call it a pandemic, if they're going to call it sickness. Believe me, there's something right after this pandemic coming down the road too. We just don't know the name of it yet. And you have to be prepared for that. So, you know, 2011 with me, I had one partner had just left us and was suing us. Another partner died of cancer the economy was in the toilet, terrible. I had three kids in college, and I just kept saying, just keep throwing it at me, man. If you ain't taking me out in 2011, you're never going to take me out, period. That's it. And I was just relating that year to Tim. It sounds like that's his this year. You missed a very important point. Not only did your, your one partner die of cancer, your other partner sued you. You had three kids in college. But you told me also you almost died that year. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that part. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Well, they, that was oh, man. The, uh, yeah, when my appendix ruptured. Uh, yeah, that was just the minor one, the death part. Oh, but uh, I had to fight through the other four things before they all tried to kill me with a, a ruptured appendix. So, if that's uh, not a good yeah, attitude. The guy almost dies. And, oh, yeah, yeah, that was minor. That that was the least of my worries. I forgot about that oh, part. Oh, man. Yeah. It was such oh, a bad God. year what? that I forgot I almost died. So... My point to Tim was, look, the good news about me in 2011 and you right now, Tim, is that you're still fortunate enough to be in the fight. These people that are no longer here with us, they would love to be in this fight, but they're not here. 
They died. So it's not so bad. Just keep swinging and you'll get through it. And that's kind of what I relayed to him. And then he said, talk about, you know, inspiration, all that stuff. You know, there's three things that I always look at when I, about inspiration or whatever that magical word is. You know, number one is my dad, what he taught me, and he's still teaching me, you know, to this day, he'll be 91 in uh, a week. Uh, the second thing is certain certain athletes, the way they conduct themselves. That Michael Jordan show was just on the last dance. I don't know, maybe some of your audiences watched it, I'm sure. But just the way he did things, and probably the biggest thing that inspires me is all of my struggles and failures in life are the best thing for me moving forward because it puts me, I'm able to go back to a, a baseline and measure what I made it through and what I beat. Even though I was struggling, I made it through. And even though I might have screwed something up, I learned from that and never did it again and got better. So those two negative things to me actually make me better. When I'm in a rough time, I think back to my, my struggles and my failures. You said uh, one thing in particular, you said just keep on swinging and you'll get through it. And you can say that a variety of different ways, but it comes down to just showing up, just showing up. Keep on keeping on. You're in the fight. Keep fighting. I was watching this young girl on uh, TV today, and she made a guest appearance on a national TV show where she uh, she has a YouTube channel. She's become pretty famous just from her YouTube channel. She's a, a yoga instructor, and she has like 10 million followers that practice yoga with her because she's just... She's just really good at what she does. She's got this kind of magnetism, this magnetic personality about her, and uh, she's a, a really good yoga instructor. She was demonstrating some things, and we've made the you know the analogy between yoga and martial arts. You can make it all mystical, and you can make it all you know really fancy if you want. But she was doing really basic moves, the cat cow stretch, and you're just moving your back really gently. And she said, guys, this is what it's all about. I've got over 10 million followers. I do this for a living. The hardest part of what I do every day is just showing up. You can make it fancy if you want. You can get into all the fancy pretzel twists and stretches and all that. But what it comes down to, the hardest part of practicing yoga or anything is just showing up every day, getting yourself there. And that made me yeah. think about different episodes we've done before. It's funny how we go back to certain core principles. They keep resurfacing because they're so fundamental. I, I agree with you. And you know, for the most part, we have our regular days. And our regular days are not defined by certain greatness. We're defined, like Len said, some of the most, the biggest, the most horrible struggles of our life is, is when we, we are defined. And that's when we find the greatness in us to be able to pursue it and rise above it all. As I mentioned before, the enemy of great is just being good. And when you find out that you have to stretch and move a little bit more, and it's not just an average day, is, is really when you become your best, your greatest moments. And that's when you find that you're really defined by these moments that, for instance, I'm having now, are by the moments that Len had. In 2011, I think we all find that we moderate ourselves between trying to tame our ego and not fall into the pit of self-pity. 
and somehow modulate and get there. You pull yourself out of the pit, and then some days when you're too high on yourself, you need somebody to knock you down a little bit. And that's it. Those are the lessons of life that you try to teach to your children. Those are the lessons in life that you try to shout to others when I say aspire to inspire. And as Len said, before you expire, be defined by these moments. Prove yourself as that phone call, you know, just one phone call or just one person to step in your face and say, let's go, man. Let's go. Just keep pushing. You'll get there. That's all you need. The other That's thing, awesome. the other thing I like is uh, you are humble enough to admit. You said it earlier that sometimes true strength comes from showing your weakness. Anybody that knows you personally, Tim, uh, you and the word weak. What are you nuts? That just doesn't sure. go together. That doesn't go together. Oh, yeah. They are complete polar opposites. If you said Tim Hoover and weak, the guy would look at you like you crazy. But yet, this is one of those times where you're mad enough to admit, you know, it's tough. And it, not physically, but mentally. Mentally sure. and spiritually. And that's uh, such a blessing that you've got that network, uh, that support network, family, faith, friends. And in that network is now Len that you've been blessed with to, to be added to that net in the last several years. So, Len, thanks for reaching out to Tim and, and just being there, man. I'm blessed as well to have you in my... Uh, you know, as a connection as well and a friend and just a regular guest on this podcast. That's because we said from well, the yeah, beginning I, that, you know, Len is the Zen man. He's the Zen man. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Zen man. Uh, I'm not sure uh, about I all that, but I'm, it, I'm just it's all good. that does what I have to do. And as you say, I show up every day and, you know, that's half the battle. You know, most people, it's it's way easier to find an excuse than it is to show up. Last week, the podcast itself, this actual podcast, didn't quote-unquote show up on time. There was a little glitch in the system, and it got released a little later in the day on Thursday. And normally, you know, it's every Thursday a new episode comes out. Would you believe I had people reach out? Where's the episode today, man? What's going on? Is the podcast coming out this week? And so the show itself didn't show up. You know, they're loyal listeners. They're they're checking on us and, and seeing what's going on because they look forward to it. And also they're checking to see that we all good. Everything's okay. Well, and that's something where I, you know, I, I've said the three things, you know, the struggles and the failures. I mentioned about my dad. And then I mentioned about, you know, certain athletes that have always said that, they rise and play every game hard and all that because they know that people come to see them and they might only see them one time or they might see them a hundred times, but they feel an obligation to give their best all the time. And that's what a leader does. And yeah. what, what you just referred to was those people that called you to say, Hey, you okay? Or where's the episode or whatever. You two may not realize it, but you're really deep into some people's lives that you don't even know out there. And obviously, that's a confirmation by what you just said happened, Steve. Well, you're more important than you think you are, and you don't take credit. You know, you don't run around bragging about it. You just, the way you're doing that is by showing up every week. And that's what you're doing. You don't even know how you're touching certain people. But obviously, that just showed that it does. Well, we appreciate. Well, I, that. I appreciate. If that's the yeah. case, and then I got to, uh, I got yeah, and I got to tell you this, and then I know Steve likes to run shorter, shorter shows, and we've been on chatting here, but I just want to say this: nobody wants to hear if you're sitting in a room 
and you got a bunch of guys and women or whatever, and then you hear the one guy standing up, and he's just an expert about everything. No, nobody wants to hear that all the time, and we've been hearing a lot of experts, a lot of experts that think they know a lot about everything. I think the cool thing, Len, and I think the reason we relate is because we're just regular people, and we're not um, afraid to talk about the things that we're going through because we know they're going through them too. By having the talks and the chats that we do have and having you on the show, Maybe we will change one person's life. Maybe we will help one person get through, just like you did the other day. And if that's the case, then it's all worth it, every episode and every challenge. And I appreciate Steve and you, and I appreciate you being here. And again, thanks for being on, Len. 100 million times, thanks for being here. Yeah, Len, thanks for always being there. And likewise, Tim, thank you for what you said. Yeah, my pleasure. I'm just just showing up, that's all. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hooverkarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Creation. Steve Mittman, socialmedia.com. 